Actually, we'll be interviewing as a team. We're here to fuck shit up. Oh, bring me out. Can you introduce me as Jake Stewart? And I'm Matt. And this is the Nuclear Fridge. <laughs> it's completely insane. You guys are idiots. Do you have nuclear weapons? In the fridge. Is that nuclear waste? This whole fridge is a joke. Honey, you are a regular nuclear meltdown. You and I are not so different. Stupid fridge guys. Well, do we just own? Go to school, boys. Hello, and welcome to another fantastic episode of The Nuclear Fridge. As always, I'm your host, Matt Paget, and today I'm joined by my best friend, Stuart. Stuart, how are you today? Uh, I, I'm, I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm sorry. Stuart, that comment just completely... I'm sorry. That, that, you didn't I, expect me a, to call you my best friend? No, that really threw me. I, I, well, now now that Jake's not here, I can finally reveal that you're my favorite. Wow. My, my heart just... <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. What an uh, intro. That's right, everyone. Jake's not here for three weeks, so the inmates are running the asylum. <laughs> <laughs> and for this week's first episode, we've invited our good friend, podcast regular, Mikey Dowling. Oh, snap. I'm here. How are you, my friend? How have you been? It's been a very, very busy time, but I'm, I'm quite good. I'm quite good. How are, how are you? I'm good. Is this like your fourth time in three in four weeks? Third time in four weeks? Something like that, yeah. Hell good yeah. lord. Good lord. <laughs> well, it, it doesn't count. You have to do four and four to get paid to do the podcast. So sorry about that. Unless you're me. Unless, well, yeah, unless you're Stuart. Stuart doesn't get paid. No. Um, I'm in a basement with a chain on my leg. Boys, I we we've come together this week because uh, it was a big movie week for us. Um, we we all watched the longest movie ever released in theaters and the shortest movie to ever be released in theaters oh this past God. week. <laughs> Both movies deal in mommies. This Those is true. movies were Bo's Afraid and Evil Dead Rise. Yes, sir. And I'm I'm gonna just jump in and say it. I I think this was a fantastic weekend for movies. I fucking loved Bo is Afraid, and it has kept everything inside me to stop myself from talking about it to either of you guys to I, find out what the hell you guys think. I hated it. Did you really hate no, it? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, no, okay. this is a hundred percent by a landslide. My favorite Ari Aster film. Oh man, I'm it's so happy even, to hear not that. Not even, not even close. I I agree with you. Like I and I I like his other movies a little more than uh, you. See, um, I, I like his other movies. Um, but this movie, I honestly like totally like embraced what I would hope he would do, which is just embrace the weird. And yes. uh, he did that in spades. Uh, lean into his humor. Yes. And uh, now I can uh, rip up these debate notes uh, that I was preparing in case Stuart hated the movie. Oh, Mikey, wow. what did you think of <laughs> Bo is Afraid? 
it is also my favorite Ari Aster movie. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. This is, <laughs> see, this is why we're friends. This is why we're friends. I, I came in with one hand in a boxing glove, and I took that hand out because... I actually had a couple rebuttals potentially too, Matt, because I wasn't sure with you if you would like it or not. I wasn't it, it entirely was, sure. Because it's one of those movies where you'll either love it or hate it. Man, I because I because there were some people in my audience <laughs> yeah. that were audibly not enjoying this movie when I was in there. And yeah, my my audience kind of sucked. Uh, I don't think anyone was like angry. Like I've I like there was this one guy who recorded. It's a little weird to record someone in a movie theater. Um, not that it's like illegal or anything because it's in public, but it's still it's a little weird to be like I'm gonna record these people's angry comments about this movie. <laughs> But right. someone someone posted uh, a recording about a guy who who was like, uh, I mean, this is a sentiment to some people is that like Ari Aster wasted A24's money. He should be laughed out of Hollywood. Fuck this movie. Fuck that. And like people are. I mean, th there are definitely people in the middle, but I feel like it's it's either people are like vocally in love with this movie or like vocally in hate with this movie because <laughs> like I I I don't understand why people are so mad. About it. I can I can see people maybe who were looking for a bit because I mean I mean they're really well made movies, but Midsummer and In Hereditary are very straightforward. And I think and this is that they you know because in the trailers of this, I mean like it's bombastic, but like Maybe people, I don't know, maybe some people were thinking to lean more into the horror. Or maybe I can see the runtime and the events occurring maybe being a bit much for certain people. Especially when, it, like, I mean, I don't want, I don't, I don't know how far the spoilers we want to go, but there are certain things that happen in the movie or like segues they take that I could see someone not being for. Uh, but I was not one of those people. I was very much on board the entire time. I don't think many people understood that it was like a comedy or like the, <laughs> that, like some of the weird, like fucked up things were jokes. Yes, I, I do agree. And uh, which is unfortunate because that's some of the funniest shit in the movie. Yeah, like I, I was talking to my friend and. I was telling him, like, yeah, like, I think a lot of people just don't find it funny, but I think you'll find it very funny, because, like, it opens with a news report about a naked man with his dick out terrorizing the city with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> and my friend just started laughing, and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's fucking funny, and, like, uh, I guess, I guess we should explain what the movie's about. It's about a very anxious man who has a lot of mom issues and uh he has to go visit his mom uh but a bunch like it kind of doesn't go as planned and also he's like super fucking anxious just trying to get um, through his daily life yeah and um like the movie kind of um fluctuates between like reality what he's seeing how he perceives it like the, the news is literally like um, he stabs people in their neck and their guts and it's like no no <laughs> no professional person so says stabbed in the guts <laughs> <laughs> like it's him heightening the like dangerous 
metropolitan city that he lives in and like he looks at the window and a guy with a knife looks up at the window screaming at him and it's like yeah that's not what actually happens that's just him like ah if i go down there i'm gonna get stabbed but it like the world in the movie it per it sh portrays that as what's happening so you are in basically you are in bo's um what is it called shoes yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's yeah, I mean, some people have even said it talked about the movie as if it, it, it all actually is happening. And it's just this crazy, hyper-realized world. Well, right, right. Um, well, I, I, have, I have a theory, but I feel like it's very spoilery, so I feel like I'll save that for a little bit later. Okay. But Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, I think I'm down to talk about spoilers, except for, like, big ones. This, like This is a big one, so maybe we'll just talk about it afterwards. Yeah, yeah. But because yeah, I'm I'm down to talk about the the bigger spoilers afterwards. Like talking about scenes we liked, I'd be fine with for sure. I just the the way I walked away from that film, given the ending, and then my audience's reaction to that ending. How was your audience? <laughs> so the audience through the entire film was awesome. Like oh nice. Um, so I, I have like the Regal movie pass. So I just typically just kind of like look for what's available and then go across the street. And this one, I figured, oh, this will be in like the VIP, like nice recliner theaters, um, which I usually see most of the movies I see after work in. And this one was only in standard and IMAX. And it's like, that's a wild movie to have in IMAX. That and is. I'll go see like what that potentially is. And that theater was like for a Thursday afternoon was relatively packed. Um, so it was interesting to see like how many people were willing to spend the IMAX dollars to go see this film in particular. But Man. it also felt like it was like, I minus maybe a couple of different bundles that felt like you were there with like kind of film club nerds, like just the vibe of people were like, these, these people watch movies. Mm -hmm. all the time and they were they laughed at everything you're supposed to laugh at um i think it was just the ending that like you could almost see the wind sucked out of that audience very very quick <laughs> oh okay um which wild but kind of understandable given like what you end on i had a um, yeah i had a couple people do at the end do big like huh yeah like the, i had a family like a couple seats down from me and the mom was just like three hours for that <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was really hard to to like i i i loved every minute of the movie but like i my seat was so uncomfortable like i've i had to do a lot of <laughs> shifting as well but that's yeah. not yeah. the movie's fault yeah it, it's 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 Man, I I forgot how hard it is to sit in a fucking theater for three hours. But I also uh, didn't want to leave. Like, no, I didn't either. I know there's there's directors who are like, yeah, just get up and go away, <laughs> go to take your bathroom break. I'm like, no, I feel like I'll miss something pretty critical. And I, for that movie in particular, like, I can think of two moments where if I missed something from that section by walking away, I would have been fucking furious at myself. Yes. Um, but. Yeah, I just, it's a movie that I feel scene to scene 
follows that like the it, there's there's never the and then and then and then type of like uh writing it's more like this happens and therefore this will go on next but because of that this will happen and therefore this is what's going to follow um like Matt and Trey um from South Park talk about that quite a lot and I was just in like I thought it was just so so cool if yeah it felt like a uh like a it's like a nice like well it just sounds like nice there's a lot of fucked up shit in the movie but it was very much just kind of a man's journey and i really liked that about it uh i mean there's more to it than that obviously but i mean once it, the plot you know you kind of understand the big moment that sets the events off it's like, oh, okay. So this is the kind of movie this is going to be, and uh, and it just takes you to some really interesting but fun places. Yeah, I um, <clears throat> I found it very relatable. Um, which <laughs> I think people, I I don't I don't know what people would think of me saying that. Um, Dude, no. I, there's parts in the movie where I was like, oh god, I do that. <laughs> yeah, th this is like the the. So there's a scene pretty early on in the movie where, um, Bo is prescribed a new medication, and it, and it must. It's like the the psychiatrist says take it with water. Um, but he like in the movie he is like you need to take this with water. It is very important that you take this with water, and as an anxious person, um. I would be like, oh, well, now I, I need to take it with water. I can't take it with Diet Pepsi. I can't take it with anything else I drink. I need to take this with water. And so Bo takes his medication, and then he, all of a sudden he realizes, oh, there's no water in this apartment. The water isn't working. Uh, he starts freaking out. He, he goes online. He starts looking up, like, side effects of taking it without water. And all of them are like death hospitalization <laughs> and then it shows like funeral home listings which is like i thought that was hilarious yes um it's like you find the absolute worst fucking shit when you go looking for it and there's the awesome moment where he like runs across the street to get water from a store um and then uh Darren Aronofsky's mother happens um, to his apartment. <laughs> I like and, that uh, description. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I was like, <laughs> that kind of made me go, oh no, because it reminded me of Mother immediately. And I'm like, okay, thank God this movie. <laughs> I mean, that's not the. <laughs> it's not that scene that was one movie. of those scenes. Also, now I'm like, oh my God. Like, you know, there were points in this movie that I. Which is funny because it, it reminded me a little bit of another movie that I, I'm a, a big fan of, which we've talked about many a times on here that Matt loves as well. Uh, uncut gems in terms of the anxiety oh, inducing yeah. shit. But this one almost, for me, went even deeper at certain times because it's like stuff where I'm like, oh my God, that would be just the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, like, it's oh. funny. I felt very comfortable in it. Like, I, I mean, I felt <laughs> comfortable in the movie itself. Like, especially when it continues on and like starts to, like going further into it. But at the very beginning of it, when he's like going through everything at the doctor and some of all like all of that, I was just like, man, like he really nailed the anxiety of like being. I mean, some of that's going to obviously come down to Joaquin Phoenix's performance, but just, you know, how he sees everything going on around him. 
and every little thing like even when it comes to just like the, the instant incident with like his keys in his bag like shit like that uh yeah i just thought it was really well done yeah it it's uh it's it's I I think it's a phenomenal film, and I I have not been able to stop thinking about it since since seeing it. And I, I man, the the biggest bummer is that I saw it on Sunday, um, around noon, and then the next day I was talking to my friend about it. I'm like, oh man, I'd love to see this with him. We're going to go see Evil Dead Rise the next day. Maybe I can find a showing of this before Evil Dead Rise or after, and um, they it dropped to two showings in my theater. Mm, like man. this is like four days after it came out. Uh, it dropped down to two showings, and one of them was at four. One of them was at eight, <sighs> and our Evil Dead showing was at That's seven. The worst. I know, man. man. I I couldn't fucking believe it. I was I was bummed out, it, and we we didn't get any. Uh, any choice for IMAX, which I was really disappointed by. Um, which, I mean, after seeing it, man, I would have loved to have seen it in IMAX. I do, too. I didn't even know it was going in IMAX. That, that, I, it's crazy. Yeah, I had no idea. And the entire time watching it, I was like, what? Like, it's all shot, like, 100% shot on IMAX cameras. Like, they take up the one-to-one, like, IMAX ratio That's for the screen. Insane. So I was like, why? Like, <laughs> Like watching it, because I'm sure you even notice when you're watching it, there's really nothing there that like feels like it needs to be that big or like the fidelity that those give you, um, except for and where I was like, I'm really glad I saw this in IMAX when he's in the forest and the play starts. Right. And it, and it's not even yeah. like what follows, like the the very awesome scene that follows the start of that play. It's like literally when the play itself is happening and they're on that stage, the way it's framed for the shot and where I was, because I like I can't I sit close for VIP theaters. I can't stand doing it for IMAX. Like I have to like be pretty far back. But where how he staged that shot or framed that shot. And with the audience in front of me, it felt like I was watching a play, like because he has the right borders, and it's like, oh yeah, it, it, this is clear That's as day. Awesome. Like it's just this giant play on this screen. And then when you like, they do a thing to cut forward into like the play itself, and they show a close up on one of the play characters, but then it cuts back, and it's like from about where Bo is sitting in that audience, and now you're seeing it from his perspective, but it still feels like you're in that actual audience. Like I, it's very rare that movies like ooh movie magic I'm here, but like that did it, and I was like I am so glad I got to see this just for these two moments that like I'll probably remember forever, and then that sequence of events that happens after that, like seeing that and like with the colors and how sharp that was was. I got good. some vibes of a certain game and certain shots. I was like sitting there and I was like I I literally Mikey when it ended I was gonna text you but I was like I'm not sure because it was before we all wrote each other and I wasn't sure if you had seen it yet or anything and I was like I don't even want to say that because he's gonna be like what the fuck is going on in this movie (laughs) (laughs) but uh holy shit that whole that whole sequence uh was fucking fantastic and uh uh, you get actually speaking of um, something that Mike and I have been doing over the last couple months is watching The Sopranos uh, 
James Gandolfini's son was one of the the sons at the end of that sequence. Oh wow, that's yeah. awesome. I was like, I'm like, uh, I'm like, where do I recognize this dude from? And I'm like, it's because I was, I thought, is that Philip Seymour Hoffman's son? And I'm like, no, it's not. He, I th- don't think he's that old. And then I went, I was what, like going home, and I'm like, oh, I think that was fucking Michael Gandolfini. That's and so cool. 100%, it's him. Small role, but I, I, th- I thought that was fucking cool. That is so cool. Especially, yeah, given probably our every few days catch up on where we are in that show. Yeah, yeah, which which has been great. Um, yeah, man, I, I fucking love Bo is Afraid. It's, it's just, uh, and, and like, I think another big problem people have with it is that I, I, I've seen a lot of people say that there it's not like... It's just a bunch of nonsense, and I, I can. See, I mean, I can see why you would think that in the middle of it. Uh, um, I don't agree with it. Like, I think what people say that it's not like it, it's it's like being weird for weird's sake. It's not telling a story. Um, like people just go, oh, like. What what is with this fucking suburban house? It's just like, it, it like I and like the length goes into that. People get mad when they see something that they don't like, and they spent three hours on it. But um, it's, I think it's the type of movie like, it's I I was totally engrossed. I was trying to figure it out what what the fuck was going on. Um, I thought it seemed pretty straightforward, or I mean, I shouldn't say straightforward, but very like obvious that it was like telling a story and that something was going on with that house that wasn't right and i think people thought it was just not that oh something is going on with the people in this house or the house itself or whatever i think people just thought oh it's just being quirky for for quirky's sake and it's just like they're very wrong yeah yeah i would say and especially when you finish the movie and you look back on everything that happened you go oh fuck it's the kind of movie that's why I was so desperate to see it again before this podcast is because I'm sure my second watch is going to be just like, oh, man, holy fuck. Like, just tons of that. It's mm-hmm. um, it, it. Yeah. The other thing, too, with it, which I appreciated, which is like the thing is when like the super like there are a lot of really weird things that happen on screen. But a lot of it is very much centered on the turmoil that Bo's going through. And story beat wise, like like there's like once it's done, it all makes sense. Like I could see if someone maybe just like completely spaced out, like in certain points, and then like that ending pops up, and after all that happens, like maybe I guess I could see where they'd be like, what the fuck's going on? But I think as long as you're like like along for the ride, it's like all like very much like necessary. Yeah I, yeah, I feel like I think you're you're right to say, like, if you checked out and you missed something, then sure. But like. Amy Adams literally gives him a piece of paper that says stop incriminating yourself, which then links directly to the end. So, like, it's very clear what that house was meant to do the whole time. Yeah. It, and the other thing, too, which I, I, I like loved about it was that they. <laughs> I, I i think the uh well i'm trying to think of the uh i can't think of the character's name but nathan lane's character um <sighs> shit i can't think of the character's name but 
But either way, uh, Nathan Lane's character, like that whole se- oh, uh, oh, what is his name? Uh, fuck, that's gonna bother me. Uh, uh, that's my husband, Richard, Roger, Roger. Okay, right, 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 right. So I love them, dude. He was the fucking dude, best. I <laughs> just love Nathan Lane so much. <laughs> he was up to something weird. But. They like they, they did like the appropriate amount and like that of like something is amiss, but like Bo's character is just in such a way that you would buy that he wouldn't do a thing about the weirdness. Like, and I appreciated that because there would be some like I mean there'd be some instances with certain movies where I'd be like get the fuck out of this goddamn place, but like with him it, I was like, I mean you know it makes sense. after everything that's happened yeah Uh, man i uh i i loved nathan lane in this movie i loved his constant just like my guy my brother my boy my man like (laughs) it's it's like what what, it's like how you doing my man and he's like he's like "Uh, we'll 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 go tomorrow my brother (laughs) it's like everything with the with, so with everything with their son too like i just it it was so funny so good so good oh yeah so funny i and his uh, pjs just like i i was cry- i cry yeah. laughed a couple times and i think some oh, people dude, in the I, audience might have been annoyed with me because i like i was just yeah. like holy shit because <laughs> that's where i what i mean by like people i don't think people got that this was supposed to be funny so when you laugh at it they think, oh, he's laughing at it, not, not with, with it. it. You know yeah. what I mean? Or like the paint, or like and the paint scene. I, I thought the big, like, the big fucking moment for me, like I, I laughed so hard, uh, and it's probably inappropriate because the character's supposed to have PTSD, but Bo's on the phone with uh, his mom's lawyer, who he calls a doctor, um, <laughs> and he's on the phone, and it's this long shot of him just on the phone, and this guy just freaking out in the background and it's like that was supposed to be funny there's like that that yeah oh it, it absolutely was um and and there if you've seen ari aster's short stories you know he has like a pretty twisted um sense of humor. short stories short films you know he has a pretty twisted sense of humor um but he, he was like freaking out in the background and it, it's all shot in this very like horror movie way, but it's this like silly fucking scene. And then it, it basically follows this ex soldier as he like flops around the ground. He like gets on his stomach and starts like soldier crawling. <laughs> and eventually it just follows him as he jumps into a pond. <laughs> uh, and the whole time, Joaquin Phoenix has this, like, really awful, like, gut-wrenching, like, anxiety-inducing conversation about how he's a bad son and he sh- needs to get to the house because his mom died. And and if if he doesn't come, then th- there's going to be trouble. And it's it's just... It's it's so fucking... F- I, I just... I it, It's so fucking well done, the fucking blending of that, like really serious really uneasy cinematography mixed with this like really funny situation like when nathan lane's daughter comes home and you see her from the family's perspective and it's like oh that's like a normal like 
daughter who's angry that her room is being used, whatever. But then you see it from her perspective, and it's this really creepy shot of Nathan Lane, Amy Ryan, and Joaquin Phoenix at the dinner table <laughs> through, like, two different rooms. Through, like, that front foyer and the kitchen. And you see them, and it's like, that is a scene you'd see in a fucking horror movie where something creepy is going to peek around the corner. But it's just this, like, hi, I'm Bo. I'm sorry I'm taking your room. And it's like... <laughs> It, it's I really fucking loved that it, I I thought that was so fucking clever yeah I, I mean the thing also with the movie which is something that I was really happy with is like even though it is by no means like a horror movie like he doesn't by he doesn't drop any of his horror tricks like there's very creepy scenes and uh I it's it's definitely there are times to make you you know uneasy uh so like I mean, that is it is. It's nice when those th- scenes happen, though, because it does like remind you that you know you're watching this director who has like so far thrived in horror, and he's not like completely abandoned it in this movie. Yeah, and he also has it, something that's just like wildly body horror. Oh, in a way that, that I could have <laughs> never ever expected to have seen in this movie oh the is it the thing at the end yep <laughs> yeah okay yeah that was pretty wild i was uh oh yeah he definitely don't expect that <laughs> I, I don't, how would you <laughs> i don't I, I don't know how you would yeah it's it's fucking crazy I think it's just one of those things too because there's so much mystery involving what happens in that scene and then when that like whole everything is finally displayed there when he goes up, you're just like, "Holy shit! <laughs> what, is, what am I watching?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was great. But I would hope, my, by God, if people didn't understand what the movie was doing before then, that they got it after that. <laughs> because yeah, it's really God. funny too because that's also not the like climactic ending. That's not even the. Like that, that I think that's what you would think it is. If you've seen Ari Aster's movies, you go, "Oh, the movie's gonna end in about a minute, pretty abruptly." But then it goes on a little longer into like a whole other weird, just really fucking awesome set piece of a scene. Um, I've yeah, fucking Christ, what a movie! Uh, do you guys have anything else you'd like to say about Bo's Afraid? Um, Mikey. Uh, see it. Just, just go and watch it. Uh, no, I don't. I don't even think I checked the runtime before I went. So it's like right at three hours. Yeah, like sitting in the theater, I was like, I feel like this could end sometime soon, and it would just like unravel another layer and be like, okay, well, I'm in for the ride, so I'll just see. Um, it was you definitely. It's weird. It's a movie that you feel the length, but you don't want to get angry about. For me, I was just super into it, but I was like, wow, that is definitely a three-hour film. It wasn't like the Batman, where I was like, this is just long. Well, I think the Batman, like, this movie, I think, uses every minute of its runtime, whereas I like the Batman a lot. I just, there's definitely that whole plot in the Batman that 
where it like sidetracks from like the main plot to do something else for like an hour. Mm -hmm. And then it comes back and that, yeah, that, that feels a bit, it feels a bit uh, indulgent in the Batman. Yeah. I mean, the thing, I think that the difference between like the length of something like the Batman in this is that with, with the Batman, the thing which I'm, because I I do like the Batman, like the thing with it that I liked, like I liked the slowness of the Batman, but then it has that, like when you're like, you think the movie's wrapping up, it has to have that crank it to 11 section of the movie. And I thought that kind of detracted where with Bo is afraid it is, you know, that three hours is there. But, you know, every time, you know, I felt like, oh, man, this is probably coming to an end, not out of boredom or wanting it to end, but felt like it was coming to an end. Like Mikey said, you come to a completely different layer of what's happening. And then you, I would just be entranced by what they were going with on that next layer. Um, and. Yeah, I, I don't think I, I mean, like if you're not if you're one of those people that doesn't like long movies or does space out easily, I would probably not recommend it because I do think that the movie needs your focus. Uh, but if you're into just long, long movies that have like a really like interesting plot and really great acting and cinematography and just some batshit crazy shit going on, I, I, I say absolutely watch it. Yeah, I I also one of my least favorite things um that you see in like uh I guess you see in, in things like uh Letterboxd or or basically on the internet, Twitter. Twitter you see this a lot. Um is people decrying movies that are long. Uh and like my opinion, uh I mean here's a great um Roger Ebert quote, uh, no good movie is too long and no bad movie is short enough. Uh, 100%. <laughs> I, I fucking love the Irishman, but I feel like the whole conversation around that movie is, wow, it's, it's three, it's three and a half hours long. Is that a train? Oh my God. Uh, yeah, that's a train in the back. Oh, nice. In my house. Sorry for that. I shouldn't have even said anything. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I just um, heard a train. I was like, oh, train. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I, um, I, I loved it. And, and I, I love three hour movies, three and a half hour movies, dude. Like when Martin Scorsese's killers of the flower moon was announced to be three and a half hours. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. I, I fucking, I'll take it. This isn't, I mean like, I, okay. I mean like I, I'd probably be pretty tired by the point of watching a three and a half hour Marvel movie, which I think I have. How long is Endgame? That movie is fucking it's like two and a half. It's two and a half. Yeah. Two and okay. Wow. Did not expect that. I think. Yeah. Um, but like, like, I don't think the the length of a movie is it's it has anything to do with the quality of the movie. It's the ride. No. Yeah. No. It's. Yeah. I mean, it's one hundred percent the movie itself. I mean, I see plenty of movies that. I'm like, man, you could have done this significantly shorter and you feel those scenes that don't need to be there. This was not one of those cases by any means. Uh, yeah. And I mean, and, and I, I think a lot of people just, there's a lot of like, uh, the movie is this long and then like a, a studio will come out and announce the movie's length and then people on Twitter will be like, oh, it's two hours and one minute. Why can't it be under two hours? Um, 
And it's like, whatever. Like, that, like, stop the watching mo- movies. If, that- if you get upset about runtimes <laughs> for a movie, I, I just think it dominates the conversation. I mean, that's much. just one like, of those, those things that I go, if, if you're somebody that it irks you a movie's long, don't see it. But yeah, totally. I mean, and I'm, I'm actually like the opposite. Like, if there's a really good filmmaker, like, Bo is afraid I'm like three hours. Like I'm fucking down. Like I'm like down to go on this three hour ride. If this guy is not going, like, listen, Martin Scorsese is not going to make a three and a half hour movie because a studio told him to. They're, they're <laughs> going to try to get it shorter. True, it's very true. They're going to tell him to get it shorter. Like, uh, like Bo is afraid. Of, I think was three and a half hours. Already said, and then they got it down to three, and it's like, yeah, like he's not being forced to put in a bunch of stuff he doesn't want to. So like, I am all for it's always, it's always movies. They get longer with the director's cut. And I, I, if if a movie, it's a movie I love, I'll fucking watch the fuck out of a director's cut. I watch the director's cut of most movies. Yeah. Um, Yeah. If I, if I have the option, I like to see, I mean, I like, I always like to see both. It's rare. It's, I, it's, I think it's rare when a director's cut is, um, shorter i think i think it's an alien shorter the director's cut i think why well, I, I don't remember if it was aliens or the or reser one or reser i remember one of the director's cuts yeah. is shorter i think i think it's because well reser- i mean I'm trying to think in that case it's a lot of like they were rushed and they weren't able to edit it the way they wanted it so now like some directors are able to like pace it better um but I don't know. I I love long movies. I love short movies. Uh, and well, I mean, like in addition to Bo's Afraid, we saw a short movie that felt to me, I felt like I was in the theater for fifteen minutes, and I was shocked uh, when I could. I felt that movie coming to an end because I was like, "Holy shit! Is this? Are we coming to like the the like a, fucking climax of this movie? Holy it's fuck! A tight ninety minute movie." Yeah, man, I was I was impressed. Uh, we're talking about Evil Dead Rise, which uh, I mean, I already know you guys both loved. Uh, I, I how do you know, how do you I thought know that movie that? was because you both said, "Oh, I love that movie" in in our friend chat with Jake. I thought we just said you that we said, yes, we have to absolutely talk about it. I no, feel you like all the, said it was awesome. I feel like the the that talk, even though it may not have been explicitly called out, the implication of our excitement was very yeah, okay. high fair enough jake so said yeah jake said it's awesome and then mikey said holy hell when are we talking about this and then Stuart said definitely down whenever so there's no way you guys are like yeah i can't wait to talk about this fucking movie i hate this piece of shit i just watched <laughs> when you guys are like we gotta do this soon like you guys fucking implied that it was awesome, and uh, you did not let me down. I'll say that much. Uh, yeah, I, I, I. The, there's, there's only one thing that I, I man, I'm so torn because there's, there's one thing in that movie that I didn't care for. Otherwise, it was like, it was like a haunted house ride, getting on a car or getting to one of those like little like cars on rails and then going through the haunted house. Mm-hmm. And it was fun as fuck. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, the movie's not. I, 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 I I'll, I'll, I'll mention the thing I didn't like okay. um, in a minute, but, uh, but yeah, what, what did you guys think of this, Mikey? 
I thought it was so good. Uh, I had recently watched Evil Dead 2, like, not very recently, but, like, I would say within the last, like, couple of months. Um, it's not like I'd forget that movie anyway. Uh, but going into this, I was like, oh, Beth's shirt is blue. Good job. Like, the little, the little call-outs made me happy. Uh, the references were nice. The lines that they use put a smile on my face. Um, Alyssa Sutherland can do no wrong. Um, so it's just kind of like, like you said, Matt, like just really, really good ride. Like I think I was just in smiles that entire experience. Just like I, I didn't know what to expect from putting like the Deadites into a very like urban setting. And I thought they handled it incredibly well. And then there's sequences that I just absolutely love in that movie. I think the only thing, my biggest complaint on it is like, because it's so short and because you want to get people into a theater, the amount of stuff that's actually in that trailer that showed up like in that movie, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, like this is, the trailer was a lot of this. So it felt like you were waiting for certain moments and just kind of going like, but they haven't done this yet. So I wonder when that fits in. Like I kept thinking of that too often, um, but it also could just be to me seeing that trailer a bunch over the last like couple of weeks. Right. I didn't remember anything from the trailer except for um, the mom as a deadite looking in the peephole. And that was the only thing I remembered from the trailer. What a great scene. Yeah. I mean, that that movie is like, I, I have a hard time picking out a part that I liked because it just like, it, it once it, it gets going, it's like, this is the part of, <laughs> like, this whole movie is a part of, uh, like, I, I can't be like, oh, I like this part because this part goes directly into this part that goes directly into the rest of the movie. And it's not a, like, frantic pace, but it's definitely a, like, constantly moving uh, at a pretty solid pace throughout the entire movie. Um, and yeah, uh, the, the, I was really impressed that this is basically just, um, the evil dead, the original movie, but set in a, an apartment. Um, obviously they change things because it's an apartment and it's a family, but like they could have called this the evil dead, just like they called the 2013 one, the evil dead. Um, because it feels it feels spiritually the same, but in a like really fun way, and um, I fucking dug the shit out of it. Stuart, oh sorry, I didn't want to cut anybody off. Uh, no, we were waiting for you to. Yeah, say no, something. Uh, no, I really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, I think. I mean, like any, I, I, it wasn't perfect. Like there were little things that I was just kind of like, eh, but nothing that ruined the movie by any means. And I, it's like dumb, like dumb stuff to even like bring up. But uh, no, um, I mean, like my, I mean, Alyssa Sutherland, like holy shit, like one of the craziest deadites, period, if not the craziest. She did such a great job. Um, and yeah, she, and you know what's fucking crazy? I, I said this to my friends after the movie just before we move on from Melissa Sutherland, but she looks like her, her, she is like fucking beautiful as fuck, dude. She is like, if you told me that there was like two different 
types of humans, like superhumans and regular humans, and like that's what they would look like. Because she just has like that bone structure that is just like you look like you don't belong on Earth because you look too like like naturally perfect. I, I <laughs> yeah, she's a very pretty she, woman. She is. Very attractive woman, but uh, they, I mean, through the her performance and the makeup and everything, they definitely make her creepy. Um, and yes, then I thought that... uh, Lily Sullivan also did a really good job. Um, yep. Oh, I, I loved I, her I, too, I, man. She, she, you know, because I, I heard a lot about before seeing it about Alyssa Sutherland. And um, yeah, after watching, I was like, yeah, Lily Sullivan definitely deserves some credit as well. Because having, having that just kind of reluctant fuck up hero I, I think I don't think people realize how hard that can be to really nail without coming off as like kind of shitty. <laughs> like there's been so many movies with like shitty, like just, oh, this person has to become a hero. And like because it's kind of become like that cliche, but they really nailed it with her um, and she did an amazing job. Uh, the the whole the, I like like the redesigns of like things like the Necronomicon um fun cameos i guess from some people from the other entries i guess if you're like for those paying attention i feel like one of the big ones is like unmissable um but i'm trying to remember it, it, uh there's one that's not really like an appearance it's not but, an appearance but it's like heard yeah yeah okay then we both yeah, know. Then, yeah. Then i know what the yeah one you're talking i about was is. like saying there because i thought because they made it, yeah anyway um i won't go into it for people who haven't seen it uh but yeah i mean i i loved the amount of practical work in it um the uh i, I think i was which was surprising that i even was like curious about it since it's an evil dead movie but i guess i didn't expect so much carnage involving the family i thought it was going to expand out a bit more uh and that's not a criticism i just was like i don't know anytime like you know i like you have a movie with like like a good chunk of the cast being like younger i i don't expect them to go certain places and this movie didn't give a fuck about that yeah which not caught me on and, guard and i i love that they like um they like I I know Bruce Campbell is super passionate about Evil Dead and keeping it going and uh, I love that they kind of made the two different like Deadite eyes canon where like they had the yellow eyes from that 2013 uh, remake and then they had like the more milky white eyes mm -hmm. in some of the Deadites from the original movies and I'm like man that's fucking awesome. That is because like that was like I, I always wanted the milky eyes in the remake because I just think that looks fucking creepy as fuck. Yeah. But I love that they like really like they 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 bridge the gap between that movie and the originals that I, I thought was really fun. I, I mean, the movie, honestly, with how in tone and everything, like it gave me hope that maybe we'll be able to see a bit more continued with the 2013 because I'm I, I do really like that movie. I would like to see more of like jane levy's mia in something uh like this felt definitely in line with that film um but yeah no i appreciate that they definitely did not like abandon the feeling of the originals either uh I, you know what i'm also pretty happy with the fan servicey stuff 
I um, I am except for one. Just because one I, was it? It's a line said near the end that I felt was just a little out of place. But that's oh, just me. I I, I, I if it's the one I think I I don't agree. But yeah, it's a, it's okay. I I I knew I, I knew. No from one my says no though. one says groovy. Is that's oh yeah no there's not that that would have <laughs> that would have been too much that would have been too far. that would have been too yeah much. uh but um like I I I was I'm I'm I was surprised the main character was not called Ashley like because I was like oh they're gonna they're gonna call her Ashley because because of the other guy it, it's it's a name that can be a boy or a girl's name right so uh. Glad that didn't happen because that would have been a bit too distracting. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, some really cool shots, and I will say, incredibly brutal first confrontation with the entity in this movie. Uh, oh yeah, I, the oh, in the in, elevator, in the, I was like, oh yeah, I, that was pretty fucking crazy. I was sitting there, I was like, Jesus Christ, this is <laughs> like. Well, it went much and when longer I say that, it's I kind of like, yeah, it's not a bad. And, and thing. honestly, I just was like, really. When I say or... that, it's kind of like a remake in itself that you could just call this the Evil Dead. Uh, like that very much mirrors the tree. Yep. Yeah. Something yeah. in the oh, original well, movies. Just, yep, so like, I just said it. Shit. That's <laughs> no, fine. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 fucking cool, man. It's fucking cool. Uh, I I highly recommend watching that movie. I'm not the biggest fan of the 2013 movie. Um, I mean, like, I, I like it. It's just I'm not as, like, passionate about it. Um, but this one I'm, like, super stoked about. The the one I didn't... Like, so this is where I'm torn. This is this is the thing I was talking about at the beginning. Um, was it spoilery? Uh, no. Okay. It, it's, it's just the tags on both at the beginning and end of the movies. Um... Like the bookends, you know? Uh, um, yeah. And, like, I I liked the beginning. Um, I liked the scene where the title card comes up. I want comes up out of the ground. Print. Like, I want to get that on canvas or something. That was such a yeah, cool Yeah, I thought shot. it was fucking gorgeous. Yes. I, I, I was like, that is a fucking striking fucking shot. I love that. Uh... But and then it goes one day earlier, and I go, "How's this going to connect?" Because they're not just going to say one day earlier for no reason. And then it like it kind of connects, but I was just like, "That's it. That wasn't. I I didn't need it. Like That's you could have just you could have just like that could have just been a like palette setter. Like you didn't need to <laughs> you didn't need to like revisit it at, at the end of the movie." Um, in what I thought was kind of whatever, like the, 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 the real ending is not the ending. The last thing you see, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I, I totally see where you're coming from. And I think the ending and like the, how they connect it at the very end does not, isn't quite as impactful as the first scene at the very beginning because that opener is fucking amazing yeah um yeah it's I, great. I, I loved the opening uh but i mean it's it's an like it doesn't like it i mean i kind of took that also as like paying homage with you know how other films have ended uh so i didn't like 
I didn't dislike it. I was I was I was on board. Yeah, I I feel I I know what you I mean. Just though. felt like I know what you they, mean. I, they, I don't. That ending should have been like. I don't know. It should have had more to do with the actual characters in the movie as opposed to the the bookends, which I don't like I basically for I'm not going to spoil anything specific, but it, it's basically a like sequel thing where it's like, oh, he got out of the apartment building, which you already knew. Well, you know, I mean, just um, from how it how the movie opens, you know. That. Yeah. 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 And I, I was just like, yeah, I. I like the idea that maybe there are books of the dead everywhere. You know, like I, 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 I don't need it to be like, oh, it's gonna, inf it's, I, it kind of felt like a zombie movie in that it got out of the apartment and now it's gonna infect the rest of the world. And it's like, eh. well, well, it is a different book of the dead than the others. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Is that like I like the I like I didn't need I didn't need the beginning to connect to the rest of the story. Gotcha. I just. Like it was, I don't know. It, it felt it felt a little disconnected once you finished the movie. Um, but I think it was other. I mean, that's such a small thing. Like, yeah, it it does not take away from the rest of the movie. <laughs> no, for me at yeah, all. no. Literally anything that I might have had a moment of like, eh, like it's nothing. Like it took it didn't take anything away from the movie itself. Like the movie is yeah. really well done, and uh, Lee Cronin did a really good job. I like the score a lot too. Um, and yeah, I mean, the big thing is like you want it to at least feel like an Evil Dead movie and it felt like an Evil Dead movie. Yeah, I, I, I would I would say even more so than the 2013 one. And that one was like in a cabin in the woods. So really impressive that they could do that with an L.A. apartment building. <laughs> yeah. Can yeah. We, can we talk about how cool the peephole scene is? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That Everything with the peephole was amazing in this movie. The greatest peephole uh, I've ever seen in a film. I just like <laughs> that sequence of events when you're just looking through it and like she's doing her thing was so cool because you can't like they're not moving like you're not seeing down the hallway, but it's all implied stuff. Right. Like whatever happens to fall in front. Like I was just like, this is amazing. Like they just did so many cool, cool things. Or that little sequence. Just through a, and, a people. Yep. And they didn't want to break it, which I thought was a really cool idea. No, I agree. Yeah. And uh, I think the other thing, too, that I'd like to just say is uh, utilize the shit out of what you can do with violence in an apartment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm really bummed out they didn't get that second door open. I was like, oh, what's in there? What's in there? <laughs> I wanted a vacuum scene. I, yeah, I wanted to see what the fuck was in that abandoned apartment. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun as fuck. I, I like, I was, I, I legitimate. This is not hyperbole. I thought, like, holy fuck, that felt like fifteen minutes leaving the fucking theater. Yeah, it flies, like man. I, I was just like, I couldn't, I couldn't believe how fucking fun it was. Like, it, it was really fucking good. I'm super happy with I it. I just hope... I mean, like it's done well enough to warrant it. I just hope that we don't go so long without an Evil Dead movie again. Agreed. Yeah, I, I wonder... It's been like, uh, what, 10 years or so? Oh, yeah, it's been 10, 10 years since Shit. The yeah, Evil that, Dead, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like this is like... 
doing really well. Uh, 90... Oh, no, that's... I don't know. What the fucking hell, dude? I hate Google <laughs> so much. Um, hey, 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 see. they're a sponsor. Yeah, they, they sponsor the podcast. Yeah, uh, trash Google. What do we got? Thank you, Google. Uh, box office. Box office. Here we go. Uh... Yeah, twelve million dollar budget, fifty million worldwide yeah. so far. Forty eight point five so far. Dude, I mean, twelve that's pretty damn mil- good. Dude, they did a lot with that twelve million. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if most of that was in liquids. Oh, I was probably oh, I, I, I a good imagine. chunk of it anyway. <laughs> yeah. To which I need. I've been waiting for this podcast to ask this question. Yes, Stuart. Yes, sir. How'd you like all that gore? Ugh was wondrous i wish it was on me by the end of the movie i was just wanting it to rain on me a bit (laughs) no no they did man yeah if you are a person that wants to just see these movies for gore like or violence no you will you will be satisfied um i guess i don't know if it was was very good the most violent i guess if we're going on evil dead standards but it definitely i mean compared to most things that come out it, it definitely hits hard with it I would I would say for I would say it was the most violent. I don't know if it was more violent than 2013. Film. Did 2013 I think cover 2013 a had child more blood. blood? Well, I mean, I guess with if you add that element to it, that's fair. I think I was yeah, more talking also about like, like I don't know. Like there there wasn't like a like the um like like the tongue scene of 2013 in this. Mm. Which is uh, fine. I don't. There's a fucking broken glass scene. That's that was pretty, pretty good. That is. That was really nuts. good. That was really good. In fact, that bought that bothered me more than, <laughs> than the tongue scene. Um, as as fucking gross as the tongue the tongue scene is in 2013. I mean, the, well, even the, the broken like, glass scene really fucking bothered me. The bicep scene fucked me up. Oh, no, yeah, that uh, was gnarly yeah. shit. Where I was like, nope, 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 don't want that. Like, yeah, I mean, this one's also funnier than. Oh yeah. Well, 2013, I, I think it has moments of humor, but it's definitely that like was going for a bit more serious, which I, I is one of the things I liked about it. Because I mean, even the I mean the original movie is not really that relying on humor. Well, it's, it, yeah, it feels like it's not supposed to be funny. Yet. Yeah, you can laugh at it. I mean, you can laugh. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, but I, I appreciate that about 2013. But no, I, I agree. I do. The humor in this movie was and it, and it worked like it didn't feel forced, which I liked. Yeah. Um, And the I think the original is the scariest one of them all. I, I think that movie creeps me the fuck out. It's hmm. great. Like, great I think channel. I think the sister in the basement is like the scariest the basement has been because she's like. She she's actually like um, she's slamming the the door and you see her face and she's like angry and she she's like trying to get out yeah. and also shows you it's the only time you you see it from her perspective in the basement right in any of the movies and that's really fucking creepy like being in that basement with her looking at everyone yeah Ugh. I fucking I it it creeps me the fuck out I think yeah I I mean I I don't like really even like comparing and say like I because I haven't seen 2013 in a, in a little bit so maybe this one was more even more violent I don't know maybe but I mean violence levels I think it's aside, also like, like it's just all compacted too so it's even if it's not like it's weird it's a it's a hard thing to compare but even if it's I mean, not it, like everything happens like all at once yeah so that it's like it, it feels it's it's very yeah it's it, the violence is even very the, the people scene the, yeah that's that's the 
that that feels like more violent it's definitely both in the what you see and what you don't i mean it's definitely a more uh, intimate experience which i like um yeah and i think and yeah, i think absolutely. and i think as far as like the potential for where you can take it now because they have kind of opened i mean i don't know i don't know how many like idiots that want to read evil books out loud or play them on a thing there's going to be in the world but i feel like there's got to be quite a few so i feel like you could even have new casts but with this one i mean i wouldn't mind seeing like lily sullivan in another one i thought she did great or have like a team up with her and mia i don't know who knows where it could go but i just want more of it <laughs> agreed yeah I, i'm i'm well Ten, I'm tentatively want more. I, if it's good, I want more. If it's if it's bland, then I'm like, ah, why? Well, of course. Well, like, of course. I mean, well, no one wants a shitty follow up. I I don't want that. I would I would like. Let me rephrase it as: if they have a killer horror movie to present to the world, do it. Yeah, I'm good if this is the last. I mean, I wouldn't. Which it won't be. I mean, I I don't. I man, if I mean, it's already like doing that well on a twelve million dollar budget. I feel like. At the very least, they're going to want to do a TV series or something. Yeah, I'd be curious yeah. what the marketing side is because I know they. I hope they, it's not a TV series. No, me too. I mean, I wouldn't want it either. I mean, we had it with Ash vs Evil Dead already, anyway. I, I give me, give me an anime, a Gendy Teratovsky or whatever his name is. Give me him doing uh, the season season four animated of Ash vs Evil Dead. Make it look like Samurai Jack and I'm fucking in. <laughs> Dude, Samurai Jack's the shit. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else you guys like to say about Evil Dead before we close this out? Uh, six out of six cold ones. Go see it. All right. Six it's out of six quick. cold ones for Mike. Oh, we didn't really give ratings tonight yet. Well, we haven't really done that in a long time. It's only when I'm I, here. I, would, I, I feel like Mikey reminds yeah. Mikey knows structure in a proper formatting with all this shit. We're just like, oh, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I'd, I'd give uh, Bo is Afraid six out of six, and I'd give Evil Dead Rise as five. That's how I feel. That's fair. I think I give six of both. I give us Bo is Afraid of six, and I give. Evil Dead Rise, like I like I was about to say five and a half, but at that point it's like fuck. I'll just I'll just do two sixes. No half. I know. Yeah, wait, guys, wait, wait. You know what? Not. You've never gotten to the point where you thought you could drink a beer and then you get halfway through and you're like, ah, fuck it, I can't do well, it. Well, you gotta. Ha well, you know what? You have to give that half a beer to a friend and then that counts as six. I'm gonna give five and a half to my friend Matt. All right. Well, I guess I guess I'm I'm drinking the rest of Stewart's beer because he, he I we can't wait. Okay, I'll do goddamn six here okay, at the fine. nuclear fridge. Two sixes with Nike. Two sixes. Two sixes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Well, there you have it. Our uh, completely unhinged reviews of both of those movies. If you want to reach out to us, talk to us, send us an email at thenuclearfridge at gmail.com or join us on our Discord. The link is in our Twitter bio, podcast description, wherever you can find it. Stuart, what were you going to say? Um, all I was going to say was, even though on like, uh, here one second, sorry, I dropped something, so I'm from a distance. Okay. Um, I was going to say, even though it wouldn't have been as relevant with the timing of their releases, we should have saved this for a Mother's Day episode. Nah, well, I mean, it would have been, it, it's a smart idea, but that's two months away. <sighs> but it would have worked so good. When is it? For us, is it in for May? us, it's two weeks away. 
Okay, then it's that's the same for us. All right. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Nuclear Fridge. We are always happy to have you. We will see you all next week. But until then, we hope you have a fantastic weekend with a cold one from The Nuclear Fridge. Ha <laughs>